What's going on, thinkers? Welcome back to Thoughts by DeVille Di. Of course, I am your host, DeVille Di, and I'm glad to have y'all back here with me for another episode. Before we get started, though, I want to extend an invitation to you guys. An invitation to come over and check out the I'm Telling You podcast. Now, I haven't gave given up the Thoughts by DeVille Di podcast, and I never will, but I've opened a separate one. Me and my brother, and you know, here on Thoughts by DeVille Di, we normally talk with authors, entrepreneurs, and so on and so forth. We keep it real classy, professional. Over on the I'm Telling You podcast, we go a little ratchet. So I, I decided to, to make to keep those two things separate. But I want to extend an invitation to you. If you haven't yet, go back and check out the last episode, which is uh, Can't Teach a Man. And y'all, be sure to check that out. I appreciate it a whole lot. Now, today, we have with us, she is a ordained prophet, a mother, an author, and so much more. We have Tiffany Adams with us. How you doing today, Miss Adams? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm great. I'm doing I'm I'm doing great. Can't complain. And what's that old saying? Nobody's listening anyway when you're complaining. <laughs> That's true. So uh I wanna first of all welcome you to the uh Thoughts Why the Video podcast and thank you for taking the time out to talk with me today. You know, you could have been anywhere in the world today doing anything that you wanted to do, but you took the time out to come here and be with me, and I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. No problem. So we like to start off with getting to know people. Let the people out there get to know a little bit about the person that we're talking to and not just go straight into, well, I do this and I do that, because <laughs> I feel like it, it, it helps motivate people. You know, there may be, I, I got some younger listeners. I have so even some of the middle-aged to older listeners that may be on the verge of take, taking a step out to try to pursue this or that. And a lot of times I feel like hearing where people come from and how they built themselves to where they are now kind of could help and motivate them to say, hey, well, I can do it too because I'm from a similar situation. So, go but you said mostly, well, my name is Tiffany Adams. Um, I am a mother. I have two amazing girls. Um, I live in uh, a suburb in Chicago. That's in Illinois. Um, I was ordained as a prophetess. Um, um, I have a YouTube page called Inspirational Tiff where I go on and I talk about relationship issues and different things like that. Um, you can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, um, I'm just out here just um, telling my story to inspire other people. Um, I have talked to a lot of women that has first got me started writing my books, you know, who have been in similar situations that I have been in relationships and that uh, my books and my stories help them. So I just want to get my story out here. Um, I'm in Chicago. A lot of people talk about the domestic violence. I mean, not I mean, they talk about domestic violence a little bit, but they are more talking about you know, the violence that's going on in the cities, but I want to bring key awareness to domestic violence because it is real. Okay. So you're a Chicago native? Um, well, I've been here. I'm from Illinois. Um, uh, it's, it's called Decatur. I moved to uh, Chicago when I was five. So 
I, I've been, I was born in Illinois, so. Okay. So what, what was, give us a little bit, if you don't mind, what was life like for you growing up? Well, I grew up, like I said, I came to Chicago when I was five years old. Um, I had a um, pretty good life. Um, I lost my brother at the age of 12 to brain cancer. Um, from that point on, I started having um, problems in my body. Um, my mom was constantly running me back and forth to the emergency room. And they were telling me, like, my mom, that they didn't see anything. They thought I was faking. They thought I was playing. Mm-hmm. All the way up until I got to the age of 16, I couldn't hardly get up the stairs. I was, it's in my book. I was crawling up the stairs, was bamming on the floor. My dad had to come up and carry me, take me to the bathroom. And finally, my mom took me to the emergency room and told them, look, my daughter been going through this. Um, she can't hardly walk. She can't move. You got, I'm not leaving here until you tell me something because she just had lost my brother and the same similar situation happened to him. She was constantly taking him to the emergency room. And finally, when we got to Loretta Hospital, that's on Central in Chicago, they told her that he had a brain tumor and that they couldn't remove it. So my mom was like, I don't want to go through the same situation. And we were there. And that's when they told my mom that they saw a tumor and a cyst on my both of my ovaries. And my mom was just she was like, oh, my God, you know, she was just speechless, you know. And I was like, I know it was something because I, I was going through so much pain for like four years. You know, I couldn't hardly move, couldn't hardly walk. So I was going the lat for the, from 12 to 16 constant pain in my body, you know, agony, belly swelling up, throwing up. So that was the uh, first uh, four years. And and to my book, I talk about more of relationship issues and things that I went through. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's amazing how I was reading a couple months ago where they say that a lot of people of color are oftentimes underdiagnosed when we go to the uh, doctor visits and it's scary. I just, I recently went to the, and got a physical and they set me up to go see, um, I forget what you call it, a gastrologist. I don't know. Basically they told me it was time for me to go get a colonostomy because my family has a history of colon cancer and it freaked me out a little bit. (laughs) It It freaked me out. Because they actually said that I should have started like 10 years ago because of the time before they go by the age of that parent. When they were diagnosed, you're supposed to start 10 years before they uh, were diagnosed with it. So, yeah. But, yeah, that that's, that scares me from the perspective of, like I said, they a lot of times we're underdiagnosed and told there's nothing wrong with us when there is something wrong with us. And then. You, you you have to jump through all these hoops to finally get confirmation. And a lot of times it's too late at that point. That's true. So true. So I see um, that you are, 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 are ordained prophetess. Yes. Could you explain to us that may not know what it, what is an ordained prophet? What is a prophetess? Well, that's someone who we all I tell anybody this. We all hear from God. You know, it's three voices you hear. You're going to hear God's voice. You're going to God talks through people. And then some, we all we hear the devil, you know, because he's the one who be telling us to do things that we don't supposed to do. Mm-hmm. But if you just listening clearly, you're going to hear from God. He might uh, send it through a word or a confirmation through somebody. So we all hear from God. So you first get confirmation from i mean you first get ordained from god he's gonna let you know 
we all are here for a reason and you got to mm-hmm. find out your purpose and he'll mm-hmm. let you know and then he'll send confirmation through man but first it's god you know so that's that's what it is but i believe that we all hear from god you just got to open up your ears and open your up your eyes to see because he a lot of people like i have I, god sends warning you know you might um be at home and you might misplace your keys and you're like oh my god it's taking me like 15 minutes to find my keys and then you get and god could have been avoiding you from you know an accident or different things like that so god comes in all forms and shapes Ooh. yeah i i always say that i don't believe in coincidence right that things happen the way they're supposed to happen so mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll fight like you said we'll, we'll, we'll those keys are missing and right. it's like I may have another set or somebody else has a key. And instead of me saying, no, I'm going to find my key, I call that other person, get that key, and then I run out there and something happens that would have been avoided if I had known, if I had just went to look for my keys. (laughs) A a funny story, it's not funny, but a story that I tell people. Uh, Years back, I was working for I ain't gonna say the company's name, but I work for this particular company and I was mm-hmm. late every day. I'm talking about every day. I was late every day. The one day that I made up my mind and said, you know what? I'm gonna be on time today. Mm-hmm. Got up, got myself together, got ready, jumped in the car, pull off, go down the street a mile away from my house, got runs the red light, boom, totals my car out. I'll see. So when I was talking to my brother about it, he was like, see, you, you you broke your you broke your pattern. Like you was always late while you was trying to be on time today. If you had been, you know, you, you've been late all this time and nobody's cared. So why was you doing extra outside of your ordinary to try to get there on time that day? If you had been late, you would have missed that car would have missed you because you would have been fi- you would have been five minutes behind. And I was like, you know, you kind of got a point. And I'm not saying that to as like to to undermine or take away from the seriousness of those messages that we do receive from God, but it's just a, something that I looked at from that point as an example. It's like you you move the way that you move because it's for a reason. Everything's for a reason. So I feel like even me and my pattern of lateness was for a reason. There's a reason behind that. And then once I broke out of my pattern. Boom, I almost get killed in a car accident. So I don't like I said, I just don't believe anything is coincidence. I think everything happens the way it's supposed to, you know, and tip. But I do feel like you may be able to alter. Like you said, if you listen to those whispers, you know, you might take a step in the wrong direction. You know, what did you think about that? That is so true. Like I said, God sends warning through people. Cause me, my from myself, I could be honest, I'm very hard-headed. And God be like, I done told you, I done told you. And then he'll send it through other people. And I'm like, okay, I hear you now, God. You know, he be trying to prevent you from doing certain things. Even in relationships, God sometimes show, show you warning signs and you go beyond the warning sign. You like, well, I'm, I can fix this person. I can do that. And a lot of people are not here today because God has showed them warning signs. And they went against what, because God give everybody free will. He's not, he's not going to hold you up. You know, he's going to give you free will to do what you want to do, you know, but he do send warnings and some people overlook those warning signs. Mm. 
So I'm curious to know when in your life or was there like a specific happening that lets you know? Because you said you get confirmation from God and you get mm-hmm. then you get confirmation through man. Like what was that? If you can share, if it's something too personal, just oh know. no, no. What was I mean, that? Every- Ever since I was a little girl, I, you know, I knew I was different. I used to have dreams, you know, I used to have different dreams and different things like that. God used to show me things in dreams, you know, when you're younger, he used to show me things in dreams. And I met, and, um, I used to have like a lot of deja vu, um, incidents, a lot of things that happened, deja vu. I remember my dog, um, had passed away and I was, uh, at my boyfriend's house at the time. It was like two, it was like a day two days in a row I was just crying and crying and crying he was like oh my god you crying and I didn't know what it was I was like I just got to get home I got to get home and that's when I found out you know God shows me he shows me he shows you things and then different people who are who are in my life he has shown me like he'll let me know that they're gonna pass away or he'll have me like pray for certain people or different things you know and then I'll get to talking to people and I and then I warn them about different things. They be like, how did you know this? Or how did you know that? I'm like, it was all God. And then at the age of 18 years old, I was in job corps. And then God had closed my eyes and closed my mouth. And he that's the first time I actually physically heard his voice and he talked to me. So, you know, God just takes you through different seasons and things like that to, for your growth. So, but I knew ever since I was a little girl. Yeah, because my girlfriend's daughter a couple i think it's been like two years now mm-hmm. one day she woke up out of her sleep and you know she was kind of i don't want to say hysterical but she was upset and she was crying and she was saying i don't want my grandma to die i don't want my grandma to die and mm-hmm. her mom was just like you know that's kind of strange like why would she even be thinking like that then a week or two later her grandma died yeah, yeah, gotta show he'll show you he'll show you things, you know. He'll show you things and he'll give you warning about people too as some things that happen without I don't want to share because they're like, How did you know? You know, but gotta have you pray for certain situations. You like, Am I here right? And you'll pray and later on people have come back and told me some things that happened to them and I already knew because God had told me to pray for them. He he'll he sometimes he'll wake me up. It could be like four, five, six o'clock in the morning and, and get to praying for people and some people who I don't even know. So it happens a lot. Mm-hmm. That's deep. But um, so let's switch gears a little bit. And let's t- let's talk about your work. Okay. Uh, so which one is it the book you wanted to speak about today? Is it Kiss the Frog? Um, could I I could can I talk a little bit about both? You can talk about both. Okay, the first book I, I'm a co-author in is called A Mother's Diary. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I wanted to get on that book is 12 of us uh, mothers were sharing our stories about different things that we went through to for our daughters and not just our daughters, for other um, young girls or other people who have, we trying to prevent them from going through the same thing that we went through. So I wanted to get my um, first mark on that book because I thought it was amazing. My chapter, of course, was about domestic violence and I wanted to bring awareness to that. And from that book, I came, uh, I'm an author of my own book, which is called Don't Kiss a Frog. And how I got that book is because a lot of us have, just not women, men too, we have kissed some frogs in our days, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and a lot of people like that title is so amazing. It's because when you see a frog, you're like, oh my, I want to pet it. I want to 
touch it and then once you get it it might bite you you know so you can't be amazed on the outer appearance of a person you got to get to know a person and through that you feel like you can change somebody it's uh it's like a fairy tale cinderella you know if i kiss the frog they're gonna turn into a prince and sometimes Mm -hmm. like like i said you can't change a person and that's a, a lot of us have been through that you think that you can change somebody and you can't when they're ready to change then they're gonna change and you may have gone through so much with a person and you see them two, three years later with somebody else. And they tell you, I ain't never went through none of the stuff you went through. And you look back like, man, they took me through. But you have to know that you allowed that. So you got to mm-hmm. get some you got to get some self-respect for yourself to say, you know, enough is enough. One is enough for you to know your self-worth and to walk away from that situation. And that's how I got my book out there. Yeah, because just because you date the same person doesn't mean you date the same person. Everybody doesn't get that same yeah. character. That, you <laughs> no. know what I mean? They might not be the same person with you right? that they were with the other person. Maybe, hopefully they went through some growth. Maybe they matured. Maybe they learned their ways, yeah. got some help or whatever they needed. And that's right. why, you know, it was different. But um, right. why do you think it is? That we all, because I, as a man, I've been through it to myself. It's like, why do you think it is that we think we can change people? Because as you, you feel like, for me, I can just talk off. For me, I felt like, well, they love me enough. You know, maybe they're they, they're willing to change to be with me. You know, that that don't mean that they don't love you at that time. Like you said, everybody has to go through their growth period, and at that time, you know, they they were not mature enough. You know, like I said, and you see them two years later, and they, you know. They wasn't working for you, but they got a job. They paying bills, you know, all type of things. You're like, man, they wasn't helping me out with anything. I was getting dogged out, cursed out, hit on. They, they ain't going through none of that stuff now. So you, for me, I could say it, it was low self-esteem for me too. I, I was going through low, low self-esteem and I felt like maybe I can change them because they want to be with me. But through that process, it, it brought my self-esteem down as well. So I don't think that's good for anybody to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I once I once dated this one young lady who was just as to, to keep it current, mm-hmm. she she belonged to the streets. Right. <laughs> I like, yes, that and the, the guy, the guy who I wrote about belonged to the streets too. Yeah. And it's so funny. I was just saying that to myself. I was like, he was for the streets, you know. Yeah. And I, you know, you know, it was some things that happened. You gotta read the book. It's a part two to this where a young lady had approached me you know letting me know about him and i'm like dude this he's got stand with a whole nother female he is for the streets he for everybody so i you know i feel you on that i understand where you're coming from yeah and i because i caught myself one day and i was like just a, a whole moment of transparency right now i caught myself one day i was like um she was trying to she was trying she wanted to go somewhere like she wanted to go out and I really wouldn't feel, feel like going out. And I really didn't at that time, wasn't in a place financially that day to go out. But I was like, I looked at it and I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and take her out before somebody else do. <laughs> that's a, that's how far I gone I was in that process at that time. I was like, let me go and take her out before some, before she calls somebody else and they take her out. And this the whole time, this was supposed to be my girlfriend. Right. So, um, with the with the don't kiss the frog. I see or I've noticed through our conversation 
that you've spoken several times about domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Is that also covered in Don't Kiss the Frog? Yeah, I don't want to go into de too many details because I want yeah. people to get the book. It's on Amazon. It's a great book. Even for you, you a guy, it's still a great book. The ebook is only $2.99. You can download that. And the hard copy is only $9.99. It's a great book. Where I talk about in there where I almost life lost my life. Um, The knife missed my heart by literally um three inches. So I don't want to get too many details about yeah, it, but yeah. God sp really spared my life and I believe he spared my life so I can be a, a example and talk to other people who have been through it, you know, let them, to let them know that it's not going to get better. You know, uh, you can cover up your face, but guess what? Inside, you're still going to be bruised because you're still going to keep continue to experience the same thing over and over again. It's a lot of women who I have talked to who have buried loved ones. And I thank God I said that could have been me. Mm -hmm. So I want to bring awareness to it because a lot of people don't want to talk about that topic. You know, a lot of people feel ashamed or, you know, things like they don't want to share it, you know, and they, they've been through it. It don't even have to be domestic violence. You, it's different types of uh, abuse. You got emotional abuse with somebody that's downing you all the time or talking about you or somebody, you know, cheating on you or somebody not making you feel less than yourself. So it's other things that people go through. It don't always have to be physical abuse. Anytime somebody is hurting you, it can be emotionally, physical, any type of hurt. You have to bring awareness to that. You know, a lot of people don't know that. I talk to a lot of women now who are in those type of situations. They might not be physically getting their hands put on, but they make their, their self-worth is so low. And even some guys, you know, you, women, you know, she making you feel some type of way, you know, um, uh, well, you got to pay for everything or I'm going to leave. Somebody else, gonna, somebody else can treat me better. You, a lot of people go through a lot of hurt you know their egos get in the way you know a lot of times too mm -hmm. yeah it, it's rough out here but <laughs> yes so what would you suggest like how do we how do we find or and get to the point where we can acknowledge our self-worth what is a step just give me one step of of, of to take, make that step towards building up and acknowledging the value of myself. You have to first have self-love for yourself, because if you don't have self-love for yourself, you're going to, you're going to settle for a lot of things, you know, and relationships just to be with somebody. Some people don't want to be alone. They settle for a lot of things. There's a lot of women feel like, you know, he's cheating on me with different women, but I got him. You know, that's they self-worth. I got him. You know, mm -hmm. I, that, it's that mm -hmm. ego. Yeah, he out here with you, but he come home to me at night. And I was like, wow, you know, you feel that low of yourself, you know. A lot of people have to first find love in themselves because if you don't love yourself, anybody going to walk over you. So that's the first step. First, looking in the mirror and, and acknowledging that you don't love yourself. Mm -hmm. That's good advice right there. Because um, I know my mother was a, a victim of domestic violence and mm -hmm. hers was physical. So. Uh, I can't remember exactly when she told, but they they divorced like before I was walking, and I was oh. the last. I was the last of the kids between my mother and father. So I remember one day, I was probably early twenties, mid twenties, and I'm trying to rebuild. I was trying to rebuild the relationship with my father because we had an off and on type relationship. Um, I didn't see him from the time I was eight to the time I was 16. 
Then he came back around. I lived with him for a little bit, then I left. Then I went and lived with him again in my college years, and I left. So we always had this rocky road of trying to build a um, a father-son relationship because we never, I, I don't, to this day, I don't really feel like I know him like that. It's like I have friends that I know better than I know my dad. Wow. So, yeah. So one day uh, I asked him, and I've heard the story. I've heard stories from my mother. My oldest sister has told me some things. So I, I've heard one side of the story. So one day I build up the courage and I say, you know what? I'm going to ask him why him and mom, why, why y'all got divorced. So I call him. I don't just rush right in. You know, I don't kick the door down. I have a conversation. We talk for a while. And then I ask. I say, um, so I'm curious. I want to know. Why did you and mom divorce, get divorced? And guess what he told me? What? Ask your mama. And that's the problem with a lot of guys, too. They don't, um, I, they don't want to acknowledge what they did. You know, that's the first thing is, is acknowledging. Mm-hmm. You know, my first child father, he, he acknowledges what he did. He even cries and he tell me, I'm so sorry for what I did to you. But when you doing a blaming game, you know, that means you haven't acknowledged what you did. First, you got to take responsibility for what you did. You can't blame everybody, you know, blame people for what you did. You got to acknowledge it. And that's why I tell people too, if they ain't acknowledging that, guess what? They don't see nothing that they did was wrong. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that scares me. Like, you know, they still doing the same thing. Yeah. So, and, and so my, my response to him was, I was like, you know, she's told me her side of the story. And I was just trying to see what you had to say. I want to hear your side of the story so I can, you know, have an understanding from both sides of how y'all feel it went. Mm-hmm. And he was just kind of like, well, um, what'd she tell you? And I was like, that's not even important. I'm trying to hear what you have to say about it. And he would never, he danced and he dodged and he never would answer that question. And like you said, it, it makes you think, if you if you to this point where I'm an adult, all your children are adult, you've moved on, you've I think he's been married at least he's been married at least twice since then. If you haven't still to this point can acknowledge to your son the things that was going on, like have you even changed? Are you the same guy? Are you, you doing this? He done been married twice, so obviously there's still some things going on. Something's going on. Exactly. Yeah. That's a red flag to me when somebody been married multiple times. It's like, what's going on? That's yeah. scary. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that guy. So, uh, on another note, the process of you writing your book, mm-hmm. was it was it hard for you to, to, to put the pen to pad? Hypothetically, you know, I know nobody really uses pens and pads no more. But was it hard for you to pin that out? Like, did it resurface any feelings? Was it tough for you to, to you know, put that in 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 the word form to share with everybody? You know what? Like I said, um, by me already being a co-author in the first book, it's a lot of things. I had one a little bit of detail because we only had one chapter in a mother's diary. So when I came to doing a don't kiss a frog, it was just, everything was just you know already there so i was able to i didn't do pencil on uh, paper I, I did it on doc uh google doc so i was able to 
you know, going to the chapters and it's everything just start flowing. But as I got to the ending of the uh, Don't Kiss the Frog, because it's a part two, I don't want to go into more details because it's a court case. Mm-hmm. A lot of things were like, you know, a lot of things were, they were like, are you coming out with part two? Yeah. And I'm like, I, it's, the conclusion has to be, you know, I don't want to just be talking about Don't Kiss the Frog. I want to go into some more details about what I'm doing and different things like that. So I want to show that I have evolved, you know, so that was the key point too. I don't want to hurry up and rush out a, another book if some things are not lined up you know I want to give that a proper ending I want things to line up for me not in my life as well not all just the whole books just talking about you know what I went through that was the past because if you keep looking back I want to look to my future you know I don't want to stay in the past so I want to talk about some great things that God has opened up for me so that's what that was okay now I also see saw that you are a counselor Mm-hmm. what kind of like um counseling do you do you know what i had just uh finished the class it's, it hasn't even been a month i'm still waiting on the um the, the certification to come through the mail but um i was doing it anyway like i said i have a lot of people who come to me you know for advice and guidance already so i'm like you know i might as well take this class get this certification you know and then mm-hmm. I see online that a lot of people are charging people like ridiculous prices. And I'm like, I don't want to rip people off for their money because a lot of people are going through, you know, and they just want somebody to, you know, guidance, you know, they just want somebody to talk to. So that's why I uh, took the class. Okay. So is, 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 is it just like general life counseling? Is it the relationships or? Yeah, just abuse? like, just like, just life counseling, it, my any type of counseling that you want to come through, relationships, um, your job, I mean, family, I mean, whatever you're going through, you know, that that's what, what, what mine is about. Whatever you're going through, you just want, you know, somebody to lead you into the, the right direction. Or sometimes people get tired of somebody always talking at them. They just want somebody to listen. So I'm here just to listen as well. Okay. So have you, so far, have you officially set up, you know, um, a, a home where people can, when I say a home, I mean, you know, a website or something where people can contact you if they're looking for that counseling. Have you got that far yet? No, you know what? I had just uh, posted, I think I sent you the flyer. I had a flyer on my page. I'm not going to have it at my home. It's going to be all through Zoom um, or Messenger on Facebook or somebody want a video, you know, with this, this virus thing. And I'm not, you know, there yet, but we can still, you know, Thank God we have technology where I can, you know, we can still interact face to face through technology. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, do you, do you, where would they go if they want to contact you? I was trying to. Oh, um, oh, I appreciate. It. I haven't set up a direct link yet, but I have. Um, I have a flyer which I've had posted on different social media sites like um Facebook. I have my uh, email where you can in- inbox me, which is Tiffany T I F F A N Y dot Adams A D A M S the number 88 at yahoo.com where you can inbox me and tell me you want to set up a counseling session. I haven't uh, directly got a website. I need to get to that. Mm-hmm. And there's a, there's a, just throwing this out there. There's mm-hmm. this guy, um, Solomon Tension. He was my last interview okay. and he does work with entrepreneurs and it's mm-hmm. great. Like you said, he's bringing it to, an affordable level to help, you know, help you help with the infrastructure and right. guiding on how to 
set your business up. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that might that might be a good match for someone you can speak with that might be able to help you, you know, with that, get that website built up and all that type of stuff. I think that yeah. might be a good connection for you. Yeah, send me his information. I'm always open to meet and connect with new people. Definitely, definitely will. Because I like the fact that you said, you mentioned that how people are charging an arm and a leg for these type of services. I'll be saying like $50 an hour, 45. I'm like, that is crazy. A lot of people don't have that type of money. And a lot of people just need guidance. You know, a lot of people like, I just want to, I just want to know where to go. Who can I talk to? They on their last leg and they don't have, especially what's going on or not. A lot of people are out of work right now. And that's a lot of, that's stressful in in itself. You know, a lot of people got to be at home with their children because their children is online. Their income Mm -hmm. went from two families to one. And they just need somebody to talk to and they don't have the money, you know, they don't yeah. have the resources and they just need somebody to talk to. So why take money from people? I feel like if, if God opened up the door for you to do that and you do right by people, God to open up many more doors and you'll get money. You don't have to rip nobody mm-hmm. off. Yeah, because we was that's what caught my attention when you said that, because they you, you both you both had um, very similar views on that. Um, and he said he told me that, you know, his christian values influence the way he does with his price because i was joking around with the brother and i was like okay so right now hypothetically speaking right now covid what uh what would the bag be what would you charge for somebody want you to come out now and do a personal conference so on and so forth just you know playing around and he laid out a number and i was like really i'm talking about right now covid life or death situations you know we just playing around. What, what's that number going to be? And he stuck to it. He's like, you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm not doing this trying uh-huh. to break people's pockets. I'm trying to help the community. And I was like, man, that's dope because there's so many things that we get priced out of. Like, not to get on my soapbox or anything, but people talk about stuff like um, segregation and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things we're kept out of now isn't you can't come here they're not saying you can't come here because you're black or you can't come here because you're chinese or you can't come here because you're gay they're saying they're setting that pricing to where certain people of a social of an economic level just can't get in we can't afford to get in the game there so we do need more people out there you know whoever uh, of not to be racially specific, we need more people, period, out there that understand it and are willing to make that, I'll call it a sacrifice, to be able to price us in the game. You know what I mean? To, to price things to the point where the community, the lower, quote, unquote, lower classes can get involved in these things because we got pure geniuses sitting around right now, great ideas, you know, great minds, great worth ethics, and they just getting priced out of the game. They can't get in because they can't afford to get the, the help of the building blocks that they need to move forward. So I think that, that the counseling that you're doing and, and trying to make it affordable, that's dope. The brother uh, Sol, um, Solomon Tension and the, the guidance that he's out there giving and making it affordable, I think that's dope. And I want to salute you for that, making that a priority. Oh, thank you. I'm just trying to do my part. Okay, so I don't want to hold y'all day, 
But I got one last question. This is the question that I ask all my guests in one yeah. way or another. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give to that person out there listening? Like you said, okay, we'll make it specific to you do counseling on just on, on life in general. So just what advice do you feel on your heart right now that you give to just whoever's out there listening on life right now? My best advice to anybody is you only have one life to live and live your life to the fullest. Live your life with no regrets. Don't don't look back and say, I wish I could have changed this. Start right now. Start today. Look in the mirror and, and look within yourself and say, do I love myself? Mm. What What's going on in your life? It could be people or things that's holding you down or and, and you need to remove those people because it's toxic. The more you, it's like you, you putting this stuff in and you keep things as toxic and it could start causing health problems and different things like that. And be, be careful of the people who are feeding you things in your ear because everybody don't mean you good too. Some people try to send you off and, and, and stir you in the wrong direction. You got to open up your eyes and just pray and just ask God to open up my eyes to see who's for me and who's against me and just ask God to uh, lead your footsteps and he'll never steer you wrong. Mm-hmm. Y'all hear it? Y'all heard it right there. Tell them one more time where they can get those books. Um, my book is Don't Kiss the Frog. It's on Amazon now. Uh, the ebook is only $2.99. The hard copy is $9.99. A mother's diary. I'm selling those from home. So if you want a copy, you can email me, Tiffany, that's T-I-F-F-A-N-Y dot Adams, A-D-A-M-S, the number 88 at yahoo.com. That's not my social media on Facebook. Instagram is Miss M-S-T-I-F-F, the number three. Awesome. Y'all make sure y'all get in contact with the sisters, support those books, support her movement as we need to stand together so that we can all move forward. You know, it takes the village, one band, one sound. And while I still have y'all attention, once again, make sure y'all go check that. I'm, I'm telling your podcast out, but not listen. If you're sensitive might not be for you. If you don't like edginess, might not be for you. That's why I separated the two. I didn't want to mix them in between. So you come over there, you know what you're coming over there for, but I hope that you come over there and you can follow the that podcast that I'm telling you, T-E-I-M, it's I-M-T-E-L-L-L-L, four L's, I-N, yeah, on Instagram. Make sure you follow me, D-V-I-L-L-E underscore D-I on Instagram and Twitter. Go over and follow that Thoughts by DeVille DI Facebook page where I leave links to every episode. And also, if you go on Instagram, boom, right there, hit that link tree. A lot of y'all don't know what that link tree does. You hit that link tree, it opens you up. It shows you everywhere that you can find my podcast. And you pick it whether you want to listen on Apple Podcasts, you want to listen on Spotify, you want to listen on iHeartRadio. You just pick the link that you want. Boom, there it is. Latest episode. Y'all get to it. I love and appreciate each and every last one of y'all because without y'all, I'd just be talking to myself. Thank you once again, uh, Tiffany, for taking time out today to talk to me. I really do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. You have a wonderful day. All right.